there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From the king of sports books comes the king of sports podcasts. Unleashed. Presented by BetMGM. Here's your hosts, Giannis Pappas and Olivia Harlan-Decker. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Unleashed. This is brought to you by BetMGM. You know your favorite podcast from the king of sports books. This is the second podcast we've done where I've actually been wearing pants for. So that's good. <laughs> yeah, we're usually at home. And Giannis is coming to us from New York. I'm in Kansas City or Istanbul, depending on my mood. And today we're at LA Live, baby. We're right across from the... Crypto.com Arena. It's a mouthful. Staples Center. I'm always going to call it Staples Center. Me too. Uh, Yeah, I mean, they're both corporations, but one's easier to say. Yeah, yeah. It's the home that Magic built. That's what I like to say. Yeah. But this, oh, this location, you know, Sam used to play for the Clippers, and I would drive with him to his games because LA traffic's so bad, I'd go really early. And this is where I would come. This is Tom's Watch Bar. I don't know how long it's been here, but we were here three, four years ago. I love this location. If you're out in L.A., come join us. We're still going to be here about an hour, but we're really glad all of you are joining us on Twitter right now. Um, This is our first live stream It's our first live stream. We've got a great guest coming up, Terrell Owens. And I want to ask you, Olivia, when you were waiting for Sam at this bar... How many times were you hit on and you have to say, no, I'm waiting for my 6'9 boyfriend to finish playing his game. So back up, bucko. He was my fiance at the time Uh and now I'm six months pregnant. So things are going good. Yeah. Uh, I thought you were going to ask me how many cocktails I would sit and have (laughs) down there. And I plead the fifth. Yeah, I knew that answer. It was probably 10 to 12. Yeah. You're a girl from Wisconsin, so... I can I, handle my beers. Yeah, you guys drink. I imagine your parents put your first <laughs> drinks in your baby bottle. Yeah, That's yeah. how they do it in Wisconsin. Well, you know, it tees, it's with teething. You yes. do that. It numbs the gums. Yes. If you're having... Uh, that's an old Irish trick. Yeah. So you just put a little, whiskey. Yeah, a little whiskey in there for the baby. Also builds up a little bit of a tolerance. Right. Gets the baby ready for all that bad weather. Yeah. That alcohol gets them through. We don't just do whiskey, though. We just put old-fashioned right on the gums. Nice. Like you mix up a nice old-fashioned, you put it on the gums. You mentioned Terrell Owens is coming. He is on his way. We have so much to talk with him about. He played in the Super Bowl. I'm sorry, the big game. The big game. The big game. You know, you can't say Super Bowl. Yes, the uh, large bonanza. The large bonanza. Yeah. Uh, The great cup. The humongous pigskin extravaganza. I like that one. I like that one. (laughs) Speaking of that, we had some fun coming up with names for the beep, beep. Because we... Thought that's so ridiculous. And now that we've pointed it out, you'll see that everywhere on marketing everywhere. You won't see the words beep, beep. You're just going to see big game. So uh, forgive us if it slips out. My God, isn't that an annoying rule? It, the NFL owns the term. Yeah, I never knew that. I 
probably would imagine a lot of people didn't know that because yeah. I didn't know it. And uh, yeah, just look, it's the era of canceling. So the word Super Bowl, just imagine it's been canceled. Yeah. Call it something more appropriate. Well, you're already on BetMGM's Twitter if you're watching this. So keep your eyes peeled on Thursday or by Thursday. That little video will air. We have a bunch of features and segments that are going to be hitting your social media coming up because we've been busy, Giannis Papas. Yes, most of those segments will be coming to you from some of the worst spots between (laughs) Las Vegas and Los Angeles. We really took sort of the... I'd say the the route less traveled by, the road never traveled by. The road that should never be traveled the by. The road that should never yeah. be traveled by. Well, so we started this little trip in Las Vegas. A lot of fun. Uh, we love going to Vegas. Uh, again, when you're pregnant, it's not, oh, it's just not really, I can't put my finger on it. Yeah. What is missing on the Vegas spectrum? But uh, we still had some fun. Yeah, that's like going to a strip club with a book, you know? <laughs> Being pregnant in Vegas, it's kind of like, uh, yeah, that's not the place you want to be. No. And me and you, we're not, we're not big partiers. I mean, I was, I was in these bed. days. We're not, yes. we're not these days. We had our day. <laughs> yeah. I got a baby. I got a family. I was in bed by nine and I was rocking out on my Kindle. I he was, missed our dinner. We had dinner reservations. He slept. Yeah. He was asleep. I was asleep like a granddad and I was just rocking on my Kindle. I was reading a little book. Yeah. We're yeah. not 100% sure you're not a granddad, actually. I could be. Yeah. I've been on the road for a little while. It has. It's yes. been a long run. Yes. You look tired. <laughs> I'm tired. And yeah. So if there's anyone out there who thinks they're related to me, just call me. I will pay child support. Okay. At least you're generous. <laughs> I'm generous. At least you're generous. But yeah, we went to the Pro Bowl and that's kind of where we want to start here because, you know, every week we unleash and it can be something we're unleashing in a positive way. It's time to unleash. But in this case, we're unleashing on the Pro Bowl in a negative way because it was both of our first time seeing it in person. Yikes. I mean, it's a it's a showcase. It's an event. I couldn't get a non-alcoholic beer, so they didn't even have that stocked. Yeah, it's a disappointment. Yeah. Uh, it's underwhelming. Well, what about the highlight for me? Was Mac Jones gritty? That was the highlight. Watching him get his little jiggy on. Yeah. He was free. He was free from the Belichick system for just long enough. Just to do long a, enough. Just long enough to do a little uh, TD celebration. And he got it in. He's probably going to get uh, chastised for that, though. Yes. You know, because Bill Belichick watches everything, whether it's legal or not. He will have a camera on you. <laughs> okay. So, that, was, that was pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's what they pay me, me for. Yeah. That's what they pay me for. If you're on Twitter, go ahead and tweet us what your favorite moment of the Pro Bowl was. Um, that's the thing. It's it's fan friendly. It's like a lot of eye candy, for lack of a better word. Are you talking about the cheerleaders, OHD? No, I'm oh, not. Oh, okay, because that's what popped into my head when you said that. Yeah. Apparently, yeah, they select, I guess, the best cheerleaders from every team because uh, yeah. the cheerleaders all wear their uniforms just like all the players wear their yep. respective helmets. So I was wondering, like... How do you make the Pro Bowl as a cheerleader? How do you pick the girl who cheers the best? You're a former cheerleader. I want to ask you, what makes a good cheer and how do you distinguish between the best and almost the best cheer? Facial expressions, energy, hair keeping its curl. That's the hardest part. No, no, it's good. It's like uh, it's like Miss USA or something. Right? Can you, you show us a little representative? Bit? No, I'm not bouncing up around on here. First okay. of all, it's tight. It's a little hot. Yeah. Oh, but this does remind me. Something I may do when T.O. gets here. Uh-huh. 
I may do a push-up because Terrell Owens is the man who taught me how to do a push-up. Really? Really? Do tell, OHD. So when I was at the ESPN, I was working an Alabama football game. They were hosting Chattanooga, which is T.O.'s alma mater. And he was there. You know, it's such a big game for them. Chattanooga is a small school. They were playing the big monster Alabama. And he was there to give the team a little support and be on the sideline and wave, right? And uh, we were both in the hotel gym at the same time. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's T.O. Like, you can recognize him a mile away. Big, white smile, like handsome dude good looking guy good looking guy good looking guy. and i ask him i don't know how we got on it it's kind of embarrassing now that i'm thinking about it but yeah i was like i can't do a push-up because i was just like running on the treadmill like like a little bitch and he was like you got to do something more than that and so did you do it i did but i still don't have much upper body strength but you know i've been working out more now that i'm pregnant and yeah. <laughs> i think i may uh need to relive this this is 2016 y'all yeah, I saw you sent me a video of that last night in our little Unleashed group chat. Uh, you sent a video of that. I did not recognize you at all. You had different hair color and you looked 12 years old. Different hair color. Yeah, you, it was like darker. Maybe I was late on highlights. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you were a natural blonde all this time. There's no such thing as an adult natural blonde. Just ask Maddie, our producer. Uh, no, you know what we call, oh, uh, we, I call that, my sisters and I came up with this term, an AMB, an adult male blonde. They are not to be trusted. Yes. You hear that, Brad Pitt? We can't trust you farther than we could throw you. An AMB. Yes. So, okay. So now yeah. you guys know, OHD's not a natural blonde. It was more of like a oh. strawberry color. Were you an Antifa in 2016? <laughs> no, I told you when I don't have makeup on, I look 12 years old. You and did. that is the case then and now. You do look very, very young. Thank you. You look 21. Even without getting my Botox right now, you mean it? Yes, I do mean okay. it. You look Believe. very young. You look young and uh, your personality, like I've said many times, is that of a 50-year-old. Well. Constantly. I'll take it. Like I said, I'm only 28, but I've, I've been running pretty hard. I'm kind of tired. Yes. Golly, I, yeah. Yeah. Quick Peter Andrew, Peter Andrew asked you before, he said, what are you, 34? You were like, don't ever do that, yeah, Peter Yeah, he asked Andrew. me that like 10 minutes ago. Yeah. It's like, always go lower. Yeah. Always undersell. You're a betting guy. Yeah. Go with the under on a woman's age. Actually, every time. Okay, this is good. And also tweet us if you think you know the answer. How old do you think T.O. is? Because he looks so young. Well, similar to you, I think he looks a lot younger than he is. I say his age is 48, but his six pack is 19 years old. That's a perfect answer. Yeah, you can that watch cloths on that guy's tummy. <laughs> I plan on it. That's what we're doing here live on Twitter. Hey, so we obviously went to the Pro Bowl. We'll talk more with T.O. about that. He was a six-time Pro Bowl selection. And then we got in a van, a bus. Yeah, it can only be described as a Wall Street mobile strip club. Okay. Yeah, I could smell the Wall Street guys from the <laughs> night before. I mean, it was really, it was like we were we were doing prom all over again. Yeah, I had strobe lights. Yes. Uh, so we drove from Vegas to LA with our BetMGM family. Yes. And it was a lot of fun. We stopped at uh, very obscure, negligible things alongside the highway that look like 
You're watching Breaking Bad. Yeah. That's I, the best way to describe the towns we stopped in, in it, Death Valley. It was, we really, it was a real great way to recap a bunch of underwhelming things to look at. Yes. We started with the Pro Bowl and then we went to a saloon and then we ended with the closer, the headliner of the weekend, which was the world's largest thermometer, yes. which is a real hunk of shit. <laughs> it was, it, uh... I, I, again, I can't really figure out why we just sign off on all these things, but uh, we do. Giannis, you and I both need a better agent. We need better negotiating because here we are standing in the middle of Death Valley by the world's largest thermometer. Yes. And we're wondering what happened to our careers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. it's not even the place where dreams go to die. It's the place that dreams don't even consider going in the first place. No, they never took off there. No, yeah. all that's happening there is just, <laughs> it's a big Breaking Bad episode. But yeah. we did have a great time. Our team is great. We made the best set of, we created a lot of fun content. As you know, a lot of times the best content comes out of the most miserable times. Yes. And we were miserable. <laughs> so all of that is going to be all on BetMGM social media uh, throughout the week leading up to the big game. So make sure you check that out. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Not only are we interviewing T.O. in a bit, he's on his way. Afterwards, we are going across the street. Yes. And we're going to Milwaukee Bucks at LA Lakers. Yes. And I'm really excited for that. You know, I'm a Bucks fan. Yes. And I haven't been to an NBA game all season. I know. I know. You've been to a few Turkish games. I have. I've yeah. been very busy. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we went to one NBA game together. Oh, you're right. That's I'm, right. I'm lying. I'm lying. You're it's right. okay. You're pregnant. We you're... went to a Knicks game. Yes. Yeah. Raptors at Knicks. Uh -huh. And yeah, I, ha I hadn't been in MSG in a minute. And the... What's a hot, spicy, honey chicken? Uh, you go after, you are like a heated <laughs> missile towards chicken, chicken fingers. Chicken tenders. Yeah, you chicken just. Chicken tenders. Well, in the Northeast, we call them chicken fingers. No, chicken fingers is what you order off the kids' menu. I'm talking about adult chicken tenders. Okay, adult chicken fingers is what you got. Here's the oh, point. The, they're my favorite food. The girl loves uh, yeah. chicken tenders. Every time I've seen you in person, yeah, it's almost them. like the only thing I've ever seen you eat. You're right. Yeah. So we did. We went to that one game yeah. and I'm excited to go to this game because my name is Yanis and huh? now my new favorite player, Yanis. The, the Yanis that took me over on Google as the most famous Yanis, I'm going to go see him. And spell different. Spell different. You know, you can spell it a bunch of ways. Same name though. Yeah. So now there's three famous. Well, there's two famous Yanis and me. We got Yanni. Uh, the oh, singer. Yeah, yeah. Then we got Yanis, uh, the Milwaukee Buck, and then you have Yanni, the the, uh, the host of Unleashed on BetMGM. <laughs> so it's a big drop off. It's a big drop off in Yanni's. <laughs> He's getting paid, who knows, half a billion dollars, and um, I'm getting paid. I haven't seen any money yet. <laughs> like I said, we need better representation. We're yes. going to be working on that. No, we're getting paid well. So, Giannis, as we are here in L.A., it's Super Bowl everything. It's pretty cool. What in did you LA just Live, say? That was oh, a bad... What beep, did, beep, everything. Don't you dare say that word. Yeah. yeah. Everything. There you go. Uh, no, it's, it's branded everywhere. It's beautiful. I mean, I've been... Not to brag. I've been to more Super Bowls than I can count. My whole life, we, I've been going to this game. The oh, big game. Um, and I love it. That's what you call having a, having a few connections. I have a few connections. Yeah, you yeah. got a few connects. Yeah, my dad calls this game. I believe this is his 13th straight super big game <laughs> <laughs> that he's calling. And uh, he has the record. You know, Jack Buck, Joe yeah. Buck's dad, had the record. Yeah. My dad broke it a couple years ago. 
And now he's doing it. He does the national radio broadcast on Westwood One. Yeah. Um, and it goes out, I think, to like 48 million people. I mean, your pops is the man. I love Kevin Harlan. Sometimes I listen to his voice if I'm getting a little too anxious. Oh. I just put on some old games on YouTube and I just listen to Kevin Harlan. <laughs> What's your favorite call? Ah, uh, right between the eyes. Oh, yeah. That's, that's a my good favorite one. when someone hits a three. Yeah. That's, that's, one, of his, that's one of his go-tos. Yeah. Yeah. I prefer him over who I grew up with, Marv Albert, for okay. a few reasons. <laughs> My favorite Kevin Harlan call is, you were supposed to be home at midnight. <laughs> right. I, I right. yeah. I, Olivia, uh, you've been drinking again? Yeah, yeah. you're 14. You're 14. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it would be funny if it weren't true. Right, right, right. Well, um, So we're obviously here for the Super Bowl, big game. Another, you just said it again. Do you think if you say it together fast, it counts? Super Bowl. Yeah. We're here for the Super Bowl. Um, and we've talked so much about this now, Giannis. Obviously, we had about 10 hours yesterday getting to LA, but... I think we're on the same page, although you are a notorious flip-flopper when it comes to your bets. Yes. You, I'll literally overhear a conversation of you with someone else and you'll say something totally different than you said five minutes ago. Yeah, I think I have predicted the Bengals and the Rams are going to win. So if that's possible, uh, make it happen. Yeah, I'm a real flip-flopper, but you know, that's the fun of putting a little juice on some games. Yep. Sometimes you just wing it and you come out right. And that's what makes it so exciting. I'm feeling really confident right now because in the Pro Bowl, I took the easiest bet of all time. It was the over and it was like 64 and a half. I want to say the final score added up to like 80 something. I don't know. What was it? 40 something and 20 something. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I Which think equals it, 80. <laughs> yeah. It was something like that. If, if anyone paid attention to the score I know. of the pro ball, then you yeah. need a little more fun in your life. But I'm feeling confident. I made yeah. 90 bucks in Vegas. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know. 90 bucks ain't nothing. 90 bucks is 90 bucks, girl. Yeah. What yeah. are you going to do with that 90 bucks? Have you thought about what you're going to do with your winnings? Probably put it for my child's tuition. Right. That's where the money has to go into right now. You got to open up a, uh, I don't know anything about financial planning. So open up a, a Roth MOSF7 yeah. or a Tommy29. I'm going to put it on crypto.com arena. Put it in crypto. That'd be funny if you just invested all your money for your baby in crypto and uh. it crashes and you're like... Your baby ter- gets ready to go to college and you're like, sorry, Elon Musk just tweeted something. I have no money to send you to yeah. college. No, but then you hear those success stories. Like I personally know a guy who is my age. He put like 10 grand in, I'm going to butcher this. It might've been Bitcoin like five years ago. He's made millions of yeah. 10,000 bucks. Yeah. Ponzi schemes work for the people yeah. who are in early. <laughs> I don't know, man. Casey just gave me the surfs up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, We're anti-crypto. We like cold, hard cash. I like cold, hard cash. I like seeing my money and better yet, I like wearing my money. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Absolutely. Until I can touch it, I don't believe in it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you say about breast augmentations as well. (laughs) Okay. So as we have talked about I'm rubbing off on you too much. I I know. I used to be so clean cut. Now I'm just, oh, I'm the worst. I know. Uh, I Again, I don't think my parents watch this. Ah, uh, you'd be surprised. They're very supportive. Yeah, they're, uh, they're very supportive. They call me every night and they're, you're like, can you please just not influence our daughter anymore? <laughs> my dad's probably like, what the hell happened yeah. to you? You were, you were on such a great path. <laughs> Dad, I went to the dark side. Yes. No, but I, I, I just believe that we think that the Bengals will lose but cover. Now, yes. have you changed your tune on this? No, I'm sticking with hours? that. I'm sticking with that. Yeah. I'm sticking with that. They will cover, but they will lose. What player are you most excited to watch? I am actually uh, most excited to watch, like I've said, OBJ. I want to see him do big things. He's in his hometown. He's playing at home. 
He has rejuvenated his career. Looks like he's uh, made all the naysayers look stupid. Yeah. So uh, I want to, um, I'm primed to see him have a big, big, big breakout uh, Super Bowl MVP, OBJ. You heard it here first. Well, his odds are plus 2,500 if you're going that route. Uh, that's a nice payday. Nice payday. I think, okay, so I'm, I just want to put it out there so I'm not flip-flopping. I think Rams win. I think Stafford wins MVP. Uh-huh. And I've gone back on this because I thought it might have been Cooper Cup. But if he's having a great day, it's because Stafford's having a great day. Right. And let's face it, more times than not, it's a quarterback's award. Stafford is such a good story. Did you know Matt Stafford has taken the longest to get to the Super Bowl of any number one overall pick. I uh, know that now. And do you know who's the quickest to get to the Super Bowl as the number one pick? I'm going to say Joe Burrow. Yes. Wow, another storyline. That's one of my favorite storylines of the whole Super Bowl. My other is that these are the two youngest head coaches to go head-to-head in the big game. And do you know which one is younger, Zach Taylor or Sean McVay? I'm going to go with the one who, I'm just going to go shorter, younger, McVay. You're right. He's younger by a couple years. That was a guess. I'm not going to lie. But I I just think that when you look at the youth movement, obviously the Bengals are so young. Of all the teams in the NFL that made the playoffs, they had the fewest combined playoff experience. Yeah. Like these guys are green. Yes. Enough with this uh, ageism against young coaches. We got to get more young coaches in there. Okay, that's what that's what you think has been the headline this Absolutely. week. Absolutely, think you have missed the headline. Well, I'm on NFL it. head coaches. I'm creating it right now. Okay, uh, you can't be too old as a politician. You shouldn't. There should be an age cutoff for you for being an NFL coach. Coaches. Yeah, Belichick has to retire. I don't think Belichick's that old. Well, I just want him to retire. He's too good of a coach. I'm a Giant fan. Yeah, so I'm making those rules up right now. Okay, what would you like to see the Giants do differently? They just got a new head coach. God, got him um, from the Bills. I, you know, I don't want to get Bet MGM in trouble here, but I'd like to say we need an offensive line and we need a new owner. You looked very nervous saying yeah. that as if now there's going to be a hit on you. Or exactly. <laughs> you don't, you don't mess with Damaris. I'm just yeah. kidding, Maris. I'm just kidding. I love your, your family. They're good actresses. You guys are great owners. You brought me two Super Bowls. Shout out Eli Manning, the, you know, the Brady killer. We need an offensive line. We've been talking about revamping that offensive line forever. They better use that draft pick for a big, efficient offensive lineman that can put down in a chicken wing eating contest. And at quarterback? Quarterback. I'm hoping it's going to be Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones? Yeah, I'm sorry. Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. <laughs> Sorry, I was in like Vegas. The running back? Yeah, who is Aaron Jones? Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. I already oh. DM'd him and I said, please come to New York. Oh, yeah. Or maybe I DM'd Aaron Jones by accident. You I gotta go have. back and look. Yeah. Yeah, or Aaron Sorkin at this or, point. I don't know. Aaron it could be Sorkin. anyone. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, the other day, our loyal followers and listeners know this that on the week that the Packers lost in the playoff game against the Niners, Aaron Rodgers followed Giannis that week. And then they lost. <laughs> and I think there's a Joe Rogan connection there, actually, because that's his guy. Yes, yes. That's, that's Aaron Rodgers' guy. It's got to be. <laughs> I Yeah, do not follow me if you want to win this Super Bowl game. Yeah. Yeah. Does anyone else follow you we should be aware of? Um, that's I, playing? Nobody that's playing, I don't think. But there are a lot of athletes that follow. I think some baseball players, a few football players. I don't know if any of them are in the game. Um, but if, if you are, unfollow me right yeah. now and then follow me right after the game. 
Yeah, when you told me that, I was like, huh, I wonder why Aaron Rodgers followed Giannis. Maybe it's through you because he follows you. He does follow me yeah. and Sam, uh, but he does not follow many people. The fact that he follows the three of us, is that cracks me up. But that he did it on the week of the Niners game pisses me off. He probably watched your Unleashed about his play in the playoffs. And he was like, <laughs> I got to follow that girl. She loves me. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. In all seriousness, that's my storyline going into the offseason is what are the Packers going to do? What's Aaron going to do? I'm a huge Packer fan. Yeah. I just am not sure if if it's going to end up the way we want. And I'm not sure where he would go if he goes anywhere. Yeah, well, Denver, he, uh, Tennessee, I'm but I don't you, think they want him. I, don't sleep on the 49ers. Do not sleep on the 49ers. Boy, well, you know what we should have done is get Jimmy G here as our guest. Why? What? A, who booked you? Uh, Jimmy G's at the Playboy Mansion. Cashing I'm in. Kidding. All right. Well, we are so excited to have T.O. joining us. He is on his way. Uh, this is going to be a ton of fun. What are you most excited to talk to him about? Oh, I am excited to talk about everything from A to Z with Terrell Owens. He is one of the best wide receivers in history, as you know. Also was a guy who knew how to make the news very easily. Yep. One of the most recognizable faces and personalities in football history. So it's kind of an honor to meet him. Also, uh, I follow him online. The kid is still jacked. I mean, yeah. he looks like he's ready to play. Talk about the opposite of a dad bod. He looks like he could still play. And there's also a couple of videos of him shooting hoop. The kid's got a sweet jumper. Yes. Yeah. Let's also have people uh, tweet in questions. And maybe at the end, we'll pick one question that we like. But Tio is joining us. He played in the big game as a member of the Philadelphia Eagles, one of the best wide receivers of all time. He ranks third all-time in receiving yards, NFL Hall of Famer, two of the most famous initials in the game. T.O., welcome to Unleash. Good. How are you doing, man? We're good. It's nice good to, meet to see you. you. Pleasure. Pleasure. Now, you probably don't remember, but we've met. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Does that make you nervous? First impression? You know, I'm actually going to show you. So, do you remember Chattanooga at Alabama a couple years ago? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll I was the sideline reporter. For ESPN, and I talked to you. That was 2016 before you got inducted. Oh, yeah. We had uh, Alabama on the ropes. Yep. For a little bit. Yep. Yeah. A little bit. A little bit. There. No, yeah. that was a good game because I had to interview Nick Saban at halftime, and he was not yeah. happy. I know. But you remember that? It was, I think the uh, score, had, it was like 10 to 3. It was 10 to 3. Yeah. yeah so this is us. I wanted to show you right there. Oh, look awesome. how young we look. Oh, yeah. Are you trying to say I look old? <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, we were just what? talking about how in shape you do look. I mean, you're oh, jack. You're yeah, still jacked. And yeah. I was asking you in this interview, I said, are you going to hang it up? Because you said if they call, I ball. And you said until I'm inducted, I'm not officially retired. I'm still not retired. So come on, man. I'm there telling you, you, I'm telling you, I was watching. Dude, if you watch his workouts right now on the yeah. gram, he looks just as good as ever. So, are you in town just in case a wide receiver goes down in this game? You're ready for a 10-day contract right there on the spot. <laughs> oh, I'm always ready. Yeah. yeah. Always ready. Yep, yep. All right, that's what I figured. Like, what do you mean by that? What do you mean? Like, you tell your agent, no, just keep the phone lines open. No, I mean, I'm, avail I'm available. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, that's what you do. Just I love that. It's, it's like when you're engaged. Oh, I see. I was worried you were going to say that. And you're not married. <laughs> you're still available. Yeah, you, I, yeah. Until you get that ring on your finger. Uh, you're, yeah? yeah? You're on the market? Yeah. 
Yeah, look at that I'm ring just, right there. I'm just saying. Well, she's taking everyone. She's, she's taking. She's taking by Officially, someone who has yeah. a little bit of a bag. Come man, jeez. Yeah, look at that <laughs> Super Bowl ring. Yeah, well, I'm I'm more than just married. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, you got one in the oven. And so but do yeah, I. I. I look I got very one different too. than last time you saw me. Yeah. Uh, still but also, good. thank you, man. Thank you. Uh, you know, last time I saw you too, we were in the hotel gym it was just you and me you know those tiny hotel gyms in the south oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and i told you i couldn't do a push-up and you said i'll teach you how and you did i tried yeah is that f- do you remember this at all yeah no you don't no you no, don't I mean, you, <laughs> said, you tried I yeah mean, yeah it was a little bit of a struggle still can't do one yeah and we we made a bet and we said if you lose you would work on your golf swing or something and if i lost i'd do a push-up did you work on your golf swing I didn't lose, did I? No, I don't even know what the bet was. I didn't lose. I didn't lose. Uh, Well, speaking of losing and winning, let's get to the big game. You know, you can't really say Super Bowl, right? Beep, beep, Super Bowl. It's a bad word. So the season that you all got here with Philly, it was 2004. You had what we thought was a season-ending injury in December. And you did all this treatment, like hyperbaric chamber, microcurrent, stuff that was pretty new at the time. How do you explain how desperate you were to play in that game and what lengths you were willing to go to? Um, I, I don't really think of it as a desperate situation. Yeah. Um, I just knew um, up until this point, it's what, my ninth? It's my ninth year. Wow. Um, so, I mean, I started, um, after my third year in the league, uh, I acquired a trainer. And honestly, that's where I started to, to know and learn and become very knowledgeable about, about my body as yeah. far as uh, nutrition, um, as far as me lifting weights and things of that nature to, to really withstand the, the, the bump and grind, the, the wear and tear of my body, um, I honestly really sought out like what nutrition did for my body, not in terms of my performance, but even how I bounced back and recovered from a lot of injuries. Yeah. And so I, I, I think for, for the most of my career, um, I, was, I was pretty healthy yeah. um, until that, that particular game. And that was a situation where, I mean, they gave me a timetable. Um, Rick Burkholder, um, who's still the trainer for Andy Reid at the Kansas City Chiefs. Is he really? Chief, yep, I didn't at realize the Kansas that. City Chiefs. Um, we put a plan together yeah. um, in order to, uh, uh, to try to make it uh, to play in the Super Bowl. And once um, I felt like uh, there was a shot, then we went for it. Like how many days before the game? Was it days? No, I mean, it was like six and a half, uh, seven weeks uh, before okay. the Super Bowl. <laughs> okay. But the injury that I had sustained, I mean, they said this was literally uh, probably like three to four month yeah. uh, recovery process for this type Man. of injury. Um, but I'm, I'm, I think for me, I know you hear this, this, this phrase a lot, built different yeah. um, now. Um, but I, I honestly feel like I'm built different than, than a lot of people. I think I'm one of those... Uh, anomalies, you know, I mean, wow. I feel like I'm a person that can defy the odds. I mean, even today, I honestly feel wholeheartedly that I could go out in the field and, and, and produce and be, and, and play at a, a productive level. And that's just not me just throwing, you know, throwing smoke out there. Um, honestly, I, I, I know I could, I could do it if possible. When you said it was Andy Reid's trainer, you meant the chief's trainer, not Andy Reid's, right? Cause he doesn't look like he has a trainer. See, Giannis um, is really mean. <laughs> no, I'm just, you know, I just want to clarify. <laughs> Andy Reid's. <laughs> Team trainer. Yes. Got it. Okay, got yeah. it. Athletic, head, head, head athletic, uh, head athletic yes. trainer. Got it, because I was about to say, if he was Andy Reid's trainer, he needs to be fired. And right. Giannis, that's like the yeah. biggest deal of coaches bringing these guys with them yes. to different teams. That's a huge deal, especially in college football. I feel like you no, hear a I lot mean, about that. Rick Burkholder, honestly, yeah. he's he's one of the best yeah. uh, trainers. Um, I played in five organizations, and 
Uh, no discredit to the others, but by far Rick and actually Andy, too, as far as the head coach, by far the two best head coaches and, and trainers um, that I've had uh, in my career. And I commend, you know, not only just Rick Burkholder, but his entire staff right. um, to really put a plan together to, to make it uh, to the to, to the Super Bowl. Um, it was it was it was very, very grueling. Um, once I had surgery, I thought I was just going to chill out for about a week and then start rehab. A week. But no, I, I did. I thought, I mean, I didn't really understand the process. That was, I think that was probably like my first major injury. Yeah, and it was major. All right, yeah. and so I honestly didn't understand the, the no. timetable, uh, the process in which, uh, you know, we had to go about the approach that we needed to take to actually make it uh, to play in the Super Bowl. And so, I mean... As you mentioned earlier, um, with some of the things that I that I did, as far as the uh, the microcurrent, the hyperbaric chamber, uh, I was taking a number of supplements just to accelerate the healing process. And this was, like I said, for me, this was cutting edge. Just before before anybody knew anything about Seriously? you know trying to accelerate the process and using uh, devices such as such as uh, the hyperbaric chamber to do that. When you're uh, when you're playing and you're a little injured or you're coming back from an injury or you haven't played in a while and you're playing the big game like that, do you feel anything or does the adrenaline just kind of take over whatever you feel? Well, I think it's a little bit of both. Um, but for me, um, I had a, a break in my fibula and I tore all the ligaments in my in my right ankle to where they had to insert uh, two screws in a plate. And so up until I started to do weight bearing um, exercise and things of that nature. Um, I was in excruciating pain. Um, day one, um, after the surgery, um, I'm in a limo. I go from, cause I had my surgery in Baltimore. Dr. Myers did my surgery. So I get in a limo back to Philly. Um, I elevate my leg up all night. And then, uh, the next morning I go immediately into the training room to start rehab. And soon as I let my, as <laughs> soon as I let my leg down, the blood start rushing oh, to that area. It was it was by far the the most extreme pain that I had ever felt in my life, and this lasted probably for about a week. So Damn. I did not look. I, I I was not looking forward to to waking up every morning and having oh. to put my leg down. Yeah. yeah. Um. So that was something I had to get used to. But uh, I mean, number one, I always put my faith in God. My grandmother always told me, um, you know, when you put your mind to something, um, and there's a higher being, and and you really truly believe that something. It's possible when the world says it's impossible, then you can accomplish those things. And I wholeheartedly believe that along with the staff and, um, and, and, and the plan that we put forth to, to play. Even uh, do you think that if you believe the Jets could ever win, can that, is it possible to believe see, in that? They won. They, they won a couple of games <laughs> this year and it, it didn't look so it didn't look so promising. Right, right, right. Even, even how about the Detroit Lions? I thought True. they was going to go over. Yeah, right. Yeah. And, and the Bengals must, only won two games last year. So anything's they, possible. Right. They yeah. mustered out the Lions mustered out three wins. Good point. Good point. Believe, guys. Believe. You got to believe. But and also try to be built different. That helps too. And for take sure. a limo from your surgery. I think that expedites recovery. Well, if you I've thought for one second TO was going to get an Uber and not a nah. limo, you got another thing coming. <laughs> hey, well, they didn't have Ubers at that point. Yeah, in time. Right. But even yeah. if they Go did, you'd be like, get me a helicopter to my apartment. Oh, that's no, good. I'm, I'm pretty, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty reasonable. You okay. know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not high maintenance and you know, no. despite what people may believe. No, but it, you like, you, you travel in style. Okay. Is there one thing that you could agree you're a diva about? Everyone's got something. But what's a diva? 
Wow. I mean, what, what does that mean? You know, something you're kind of finicky about or high maintenance about. Because you have a relentless pursuit of, of greatness that makes someone a diva. Yeah, I'm going to use that. I'm going to borrow that next time someone yeah. calls me that. How about, <laughs> I mean, candles. Candles? You don't know about this. T.O.'s got a line of candles. Yeah, I didn't exactly. know that. I'm in a little bit of a fight with my wife and I want to know if I can get one before Valentine's oh. Day. What is your discount code? We have to figure that out. <laughs> okay. I can call my business partner right now. We'll, we'll figure something out. I need I some. All right. My wife's very mad at me. I was in Vegas last night, so I got a lot of apologizing to do. I need six candles and I need them sent to my home and lit before she well, gets home. I don't have I don't have six. I have five at the moment. I could take five. I have five yes. at the moment. And uh, we have the Valentine's Day candle coming out. Oh. It's, it's on pre it's pre-order right now. Uh, right around the corner for actually, what's the day? The seventh or the eighth? The eighth. Uh, oh yeah. So pre-order started yesterday. Um they're already Pouring them, Ooh, all that type of stuff, and, and uh, them. yep, yep, Hell and so yeah. uh, my Valentine's my Valentine's Day candle is called "It's Me." Yeah, it's me. It's, it's uh, me, it, comma T O. Right. It's uh, it's made the uh, it's made with tuberose. Oh, I a, like tuberose. And a, and a dark labdanum rose. Oh, sexy. Yeah. Are you a romantic? Um, I wouldn't consider myself a romantic type, but. I will pull out the stops if need be. Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm spontaneous. Oh, spontaneous I, I is good. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, even with my my candles, I mean, they have intention behind them. So yeah. he mentioned my candles. So for all those that are listening, if you want to go check them out, it's, it's uh, go to the website soultryaura.com. I love that you have candles. That's S O U L T R Y A U R A dot com. These so, aren't normal candles. These are sexy candles. No, these right, are so, sexy. When you look at the, they sexy candles. You can drip yeah. them on a body yeah. and they won't burn you. Can no, I ask no, no, you, can I ask you what goes best with your candle? Sade? A little Will Downing Jr.? Keith Sweat, what am I? Sade and and uh, and uh, Keith Sweat, what have you like her with one in the oven? Okay, (laughs) I'm I'm just telling you right now, that had you with one one in the oven, babe. You heard it there. We're gonna throw one of Tio's candles down, and I'm gonna knock you up. No, but there's there's honestly there's intention. There's always creativity behind the things that I do. So with my candles, um, (laughs) obviously I'm in the hall of fame. And so honestly, 2016 was, uh, the first nomination and I I didn't get into it. That's when I talked to you. Right. I didn't get into it. You were a little feisty. No, no, I wasn't feisty. I wasn't feisty. Well, Uh, we all knew you should have gotten in on your first. Okay. Yeah. We'll just say that. Yeah. So there's intention behind these candles. So at that time, 2016, honestly, I, uh, for a lot of people that don't know, I was like, well, I wasn't highly recruited coming out of high school. Right. And so for me, I didn't, I never thought I would play beyond the collegiate level. Um, and so now you fast forward, I'm playing 15, I played 15 years in the National Football League and now I'm up for uh, the Hall of Fame. And so I really honestly didn't really know the magnitude of the nomination. Yeah. So I remember going down to NFL Network. I talked to Chris Rose yeah. um, because I'm, I'm, I was living here locally. And so they started asking me about, you know, how it felt, this and that and the other. And I thought I was just doing a regular interview. And so I go back home, I turn on ESPN, the interview is on and they're just rolling clips of my career. Yeah. And I honestly, I, I almost got emotional and I'm like, man, how did I, how did I get here? Um, and, and I honestly, I, I had to sit back and think for a second. I'm like, man, come from a small town in Alexander city, Alabama. I go to a small division one double A school. Um, a kid that, like I said, I, I got there on the heels of someone else. And now here I am, I'm nominated for uh, the Hall of Fame. And I'm like, man, wh- how did I get here? And so I just started thinking. And so I, obviously my desire was there to, to be whatever it was. And so I thought about the other two Ds that came to mind was, 
my dedication and my discipline. Yeah. And so now I'm being talked about as, you know, at this point, I'm number two, number three, four, statistically behind the greatest receiver of all time in right. Jerry Rice. That's and great. so I'm, I'm like, man, how did I get here? And so to speed things up, you know, with my candles, <laughs> those are the three pillars of success. Those are my three pillars of success. Yes, yeah. Desire, dedication, and discipline. And yeah. it applies anywhere. Right. So I dedicated those scents yeah. and fragrances to those three pillars. Yeah. Desire, dedication, and discipline. And for a lot of people that don't know, I just launched a wine with the Tommy Lasorda Family Ooh. Wines. Um, now we're company. Uh, I have a wine pairing uh, candle as, as well. Goes good with the wine, the, with a certain candle? Absolutely. How do you yeah. say you're not romantic and you, your he's business a, now is wine He's and a candles. candle sommelier. I love it. Oh, <laughs> no, that's cool. I, it's so funny. Uh, somebody asked me about uh, how, if I was, I was ever romantic. And I said, I'm not really the romantic type. But I pulled out, I was engaged once. Yeah. And my ex at that, well, my girlfriend, my ex now, she loved Brian McKnight. You know, so we, have been, together. So we yeah. have been together for about four or five years. And so, um, so yeah, so I, it was her birthday. Her mom came out. She was living in, in Phoenix at yeah. the time. Um, we had, I had purchased a, a place out in Paradise Valley. Okay. And so. Was this on the T.O. show? No, I don't think this was on the show. No, this okay. wasn't on the show. We're on the T.O. Show. show now. Yeah. I love yeah. that yeah. show. <laughs> so. <laughs> that being said, so we, so our mom was, you know, yeah. I told her mom what I, what I was going to do, what I was up to. So we went to dinner yeah. um, and we came back to the house and little did she know, I'm good friends with Brian McKnight. Come on. Come so on. We come back in the house and I had Brian McKnight playing at his, at the piano. That's so romantic. As, as she walked in. So, so that's the biggest stunt. That's. That's about as romantic as I can get. Yeah, yeah. that's about as romantic as anyone can yeah. get. Yeah, you're a, you're a route runner, but you're not scared to call an audible once in a while. <laughs> not either. at all. Not yeah. at all. Can not I ask all. you this question? Um, your story, like you just said, little improbable. Didn't know you were going to make the league. Came from a smaller school. We got the maybe the best receiver in this game has a similar story. What do you think about Cooper Cup? Ah, uh, phenomenal. It, it's it's amazing um, what he's doing. Um, you know, especially coming off the ACL injury. Um, that's a testament to with his rehab process and uh, him having confidence and blocking out any mental things. Um, and you have Odell, who also just went through an ACL and yeah. obviously trying to get back to that playing form of where he was when he was New York with New York Giants. And you're starting to see that. Um, it's such a disservice and disgrace what, what happened there with the Cleveland Browns and, 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 and OBJ. I saw um, you tweeting about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, because I think it, it, it really highlights, you know, Really, what the offense, uh, the offensive coordinator, the head coach, and even the quarterback, um, how they did him, I think they did him dirty. It was just such a disservice, uh, especially if you think about he played, just compare his first eight weeks of the league, of the season, yeah. and his last nine weeks of the season. Within his first six weeks, he has five touchdowns. Yeah. So you can't, you can't say that's the athlete. I got you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that has to fall on somebody's shoulders. Yeah. And I commend OBJ for being quiet because everybody wanted him to say something. Just because his dad came out and said something, that's not OBJ saying something. Right. You know what I mean? And I, I commend him with the maturity and the growth that he had going through all of that. I don't know if I could have, I don't know if I could have been that quiet. Yeah. It's be I, hard. And, I, and, and like you, you have to commend him with the growth that he's had over the last couple of years. 
And so, I mean, that's a situation where I think anybody in his position, they could have just gone off the gone off the handle. Yeah. Uh, Giannis that, thinks it, that OBJ's dad should be MVP of the Super Bowl. Yes. No doubt. For getting him there. For getting him, Absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure if they win it, uh, OBJ is going to be giving his dad a, a, a grand great present I'm sure <laughs> but I mean I, I, I again I, I can't say enough about e- OBJ I mean I'm always I've, uh, we're friends I'm always going to be a fan of his um, phenomenal talent and like I said I, I've been harsh I've been very critical of, of, of Baker Mayfield he's part to blame because he's a quarterback you can get the ball to a receiver no matter what regardless of what the play is especially but, in this era right where he's exactly. got all the time and the, yeah you because can't the touch thing him is, you look at I look at things differently from anybody else. Jarvis Landry goes out for about four weeks on IR. Now you have OBJ, who's arguably the best receiver on that squad. And he still couldn't produce it. They still yeah. couldn't get, get in the ball. Yeah. Jarvis Landry comes off of IR, and it was almost like he never left. He right. instantly got back yeah. on track with, you know, statistically seven, eight, nine, ten targets. Yeah. And for, for eight weeks, you, you're trying to say you can't find OBJ. You, as an offensive coordinator, you can't run routes. You can't put him in positions to win. That's, that's, that's very discouraging. It's, Was this the, the perfect place for him to land? I mean, this L.A. team just took him right in and, like you said, started producing. I, I think any place uh, with the caliber of quarterback yeah. um, as Matthew Stafford, um, I mean, he could have gone to – Green Bay Packers. I was hoping he'd go to Green Bay. That's my I, team. Honestly, yeah, I mean, I think he would have been doing the same things that he's doing now with the Rams, with the Packers, had he gone over there. And then we'd be in the Super Bowl. <laughs> Possibly. Possibly. Uh, but honestly, I think those two teams, I mean, where he is now and Green Bay yeah. uh, were definitely great viable options. Uh, I think he still, either way, he, he, he would have made yeah. uh, a great choice. And I think now you look at where he is, I think this could have could not have been the best uh, decision for him. What do you think? Speaking of the Packers, everyone's talking about it, obviously. So I just want to get your take. We want to get your take. What do you think Aaron Rodgers is going to do? What would you do? Is he staying or well, is he going? If and I can kind of add yeah. to that question is us fans and us in the media, we don't know what it's like to be all, you know, we don't know what it's like to. I mean, sometimes y'all think y'all know. <laughs> oh, we, sometimes we do. I'm not going right, to say you, right. but sometimes y'all think y'all know. But that's when you're unhappy where you're at, which it seems like he might be. We don't really know why or for what, but what's that like when you're just, you're feeling like your potential isn't being reached and you want to go somewhere else maybe? I felt like that. Yeah. A couple of times. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, it's, it's, it's tough. And especially, I think when you have someone of, someone of, uh, Aaron Rodgers, uh, talent, um, who's been there for a number of years, um, you would think that he would have a pulse on, you know, kind of moves that offensively or just as a team, uh, with management about making certain moves with certain guys, uh, you would think they would lean on him because offensively again he's a big piece of of their success yeah um so again i i understand and probably the frustration um and it's really up to the individual whether you want to change the scenery or not um i don't think he can do much more uh, than what he's done uh, because he's been there for a number of years he's i'm sure erased the the record book um he's gotten a super bowl yeah um what else can he do there? Couple MVPs, right? Uh, other than win another Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, so I think it's ultimately up to him whether he wants to stay there, or at least go to a team where he feels like he can, uh, you know, get them over the hump. I think Tampa Bay is a great option. Right. If you think about it, I'm right. sure he's tired of the cold. 
Well, hey, now it's a cute little town. Yeah. What's that? Green Bay. I'm not saying you just try to keep him in Green Bay. I'm not saying it. I'm not saying it's not I want him to stay in Green Bay. And okay, here's my thought. You didn't look at that last game and you didn't didn't see the misery on his face, how cold it was? He looked like he was was waiting for the bus. He looked like he was waiting for the bus in the cold. Yeah. I was waiting for the bus and (laughs) I was at home on my couch. But why did he look like he didn't want to be there? There was one offensive touchdown in that game on the first drive. But it was a struggle for both teams to score. It was. Yeah. I mean, so to play in those conditions. Yeah. It's not easy. So again, I told you, media yeah. thinks they know what it's like to be an athlete. We do. We know. I mean, if you, I mean, it's <laughs> again, you pay, you get paid the big bucks, and like now, I don't <laughs> like the cold. I don't like it when it's sixty or seventy degrees here in I'm with LA. You. I'm with and you. I'm cold, and everybody's like, "How did you play in Green Bay? How do you play in these in Philly? How did you play yeah. in Buffalo? Buffalo? I'm like, I got paid to do it. You, know, <laughs> you have to, you know what I mean? You have to really, you know, psych yourself. No, you don't really have to say, psych yourself out, but you get used to it. And right. If you're running around, yeah. it's only cold if you're just standing on the sidelines. Right, right. You know, not getting a lot of reps. In and those so, big capes, yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, this conversation started with Cooper Cup, and him and Jonathan Taylor are kind of neck and neck right now for offensive player of the year. I mean, We're going to find out Thursday. Yeah, I what do you probably, think? I would probably lean more towards Cooper Cup. I mean, just, just because of what he's done. Um as a receiver and just the numbers uh, that are just how valuable he is yeah. uh, to that team. Yeah. Um, he's historic, he's, right? He's doing these numbers with Robert Woods, who obviously were lost during the course of the season. He's still putting up numbers, beating double teams, making big plays. Um, even with, like I said, uh, a viable, a, a better than viable option with OBJ who was complimenting and will be a benefactor to the coverages and everything that I'm sure um, that's going to be, you know, leaning towards uh, Cooper Cup during the Super Bowl. Do you think the Bengals' pass defense is weak? Because stat wise, they are. They're in the Super Bowl. They're in the Super Bowl, so you can't say that they're yeah. weak by any means. And honestly, this is a scary team. Yeah, they are. Um, you think about it they uh, they have a they have a chance more than a more than a good chance to, wow. to win this game. Yeah, a lot of people and, are and I, selling honestly, short. I honestly say that because they beat the Titans and they beat the Chiefs. These are Two good teams. Yeah. Speaking of the Chiefs, they're a great team. They're one of the top two teams in the league. Yes. And the Chiefs, again, they hit a stride to where, again, you would have thought. I mean, I'm sure it's a lot of people lost a lot of money because they thought that they were going to be in the yeah. Super Bowl. Yes. Um, but again, Joe Burrows, he's no joke. Yeah. What do you see in his game? Swag. A lot of swag. What confidence. about his fashion? Um, the chain, the turtleneck, the glasses. He stole that from The he, Rock. He needs yeah. a stylist. <laughs> he needs a stylist. <laughs> he needs a stylist. He's trying. He's trying. Not bad for a white guy. Not bad for a white guy. He's trying. He's trying. He looks not like bad a, for a white guy from not, Ohio. Yeah, yeah, not bad for a white guy. He looks but, like an English professor. Right. That but, turtleneck. Uh, oh, that's but, not fair. But, it's but, true. Regardless of that, when he puts that cape on, which yeah. is that uniform, yeah. um, he, he's honestly, he's the real deal. And just think about where he's come from um, in, in terms of his play coming off an ACL injury. Um, I think what we're seeing with Joe Burrows coming uh, coming back from this injury, just think about Jimmy Garoppolo. That's what everybody kind of expected from Jimmy. Yeah. I know I got off the subject with the, with the team, but Jimmy was... a big was, Niners fan over yeah, there. Yeah, but Jimmy was... I think everybody expected Jimmy to play back to form before he got right. hurt. And I, he never got it. I don't know if it's a mental thing with him, but he never really got back on track. You kind of saw... Uh, flashes of it, but Debo Samuel, he was the one, he was the MVP, MVP of that team. Yeah. He's the one that made that team go. He's yeah. incredible. Yep. Yeah. 
He played. It's, 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 it's unfortunate for Jimmy. Um, again, I think going into the playoff, had they gone a little bit further, um, I think this maybe would have saved his career a little bit with the Niners. Mm-hmm. But that that last game, and I, I even said it, you know, uh, with some interviews, that team was only going to go as good as Jimmy G played. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think uh, if he doesn't, if nobody picks him up, he's got a, maybe a second career as like a model or something? He's a good-looking kid. Too good-looking to play football? I got some um, a clothing line he can model. That's why I'm trying to set you up. And you there's know. a clothing line. I'm yeah, trying to set you up. Know what I mean? I'm That's you, what yeah. you call boom, Jason Kidd. Yeah, yeah. he's that? a handsome that man. Was a, that was an assist. That was an assist. Yeah. A layup. <laughs> you know what I mean? But handsome, I mean, that can only take you so far. It can't take you anywhere on that gridiron. Yes. Well, you had you had a lot of TV love after your playing days. You're a handsome man. I mean, that's because I mean, you know, <laughs> I do it on and off the field. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I have to prioritize. Okay, no, I really do want to ask you about that. I, I'm kind of a reality show junkie. Okay. And I really one? watched the T.O. show. I loved the T.O. show. What, yeah, that guy is a character, He's right? a character, right? <laughs> uh, what's the best part and worst part about being on a reality show? Because I feel like the camera in your face, after a while, you don't even notice it, right? Um, I don't know if I can say that there's a best and a worst part. I mean, it was something to get adjusted to. Yeah. Um, but it's... I kind of had the experience of, of being in front of the cameras, post-game yeah. interviews and things of that nature throughout the course of my career. And once you start filming, it's like you don't even realize the cameras are there. Yeah. Get your popcorn ready. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Me and the camera, we're, we're one with each other. Yeah. I think you know so. I mean? You love the camera. The camera loves you. I couldn't have said it any better. <laughs> yeah. Because I love me some me. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you this. So next year... Uh, Who's picking you up? Because obviously you're going to be playing next year. You're, 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 you're hey, still, I, that, that's you're not possible. retired. Yeah. That's, what that's team possible. you want to go to? What quarterback you want to throw into you? Who needs you the most? Dude, yeah. at what this team point, can you save? I mean, it's a number of teams I could have contributed to in the playoffs. I right. mean, if, if, if really, if, if the Tampa Bay Buccaneers would have brought me to that squad. They needed it. Yeah. I would be in the Super Bowl right now. Yeah. I'm, wow. I'm guaranteeing it. Right. Because they struggled in the in the first half, yeah. right? Because nobody could get open, yeah. And again, that's the and I get management teams they're 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 looking to really groom the younger players, but sometimes experience outweighs talent. Interesting. And, and I have a lot of experience with talent. So you think about <laughs> no, I'm just being serious. I'm just, I love no, I just no, I'm just being serious. Can break. I just acknowledge the smoothness of that? That was I'm, like boom, yeah. But I'm, I'm just saying, look at look at how. Tampa Bay struggled mm-hmm. in that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess, was it the Rams, right? Yeah. First half, yeah. And then they came back. Incredible. Right. They almost won that game. It would have, you're right, it would have been a great Can't story. With, I'm telling you, dude, yeah. I'm telling you. A combo both in their 40s, Tom to T.O. Yeah. To win that game. That's all right. Oh. Yeah. It's all right. I'll, I'll find my lane. No, I like so that. So who's I'll it going to be next year? Who's it going to be? I, honestly, I was, I was texting, you know, my, my coach, Andy Reid. I've been t- texting him all year to bring me in. Right. Just for diet advice. <laughs> that too. And, and, and also, I, I really want to get back at him because my first year um, with the Philadelphia Eagles, we had a bet. So when I played with the Niners for about eight years, you know, I adopted wearing the tights just like Jerry did. Yeah. So when I got, you know, when I left the Niners and I went to the Eagles, I went out for my first practice. And so traditionally, I go out in my tights, no shorts or anything yeah. on. And... I go to my first practice. I'm out there on the field, and one of the equipment guys came to me. He's like, "Yo, you need to go inside 
to put on your shorts. I'm like, what? He was like, I'm like, what do you mean? He said, Andy wants you to go put on some shorts. And I'm like, what are you talking about, dude? I'm like, I've been dressing this way for eight years. I mean, I modeled my attire like after the best receiver in the game. And that was one of Andy's rules is that he didn't want anybody with like just tights on. There's a little too much body for Andy Reid. <laughs> now that you say that, I think he was jealous. Jealous? <laughs> Shame on you, Andy. All these years, I just feel like you were jealous of my body. Oh. But long story short, so he knew that that bothered me. So I went back in. Oh. I, was, I was reluctant to do it. Yeah. But I didn't, you know, I didn't want to ruffle any feathers my first time there. So I, I go in, put on my shorts. I go back out and I practice. And then we had a chat about the shorts versus no shorts. Mm. And he said, you really want to wear, you know, you don't like those shorts. I'm like, no, sir. And so he's like, you know, how about a, how about a wager? And I'm like, sure, I'm up for it. And then he, and, and he said, how many touchdowns do, do you think you're going to score this year? And I said, well, how many, what's the, what's, the, what's the top? And I think it was around like 13 or 14. And I said, I'll beat that. And he said, you do, you do realize that nobody, I think, has scored over however many. It wasn't 14. I don't even think it's, it was 10. And so he said, if you break that record, I'll come out to practice in, in some tight. tights. Oh, do you know when I got hurt, I was at 14? Oh, no. right there. I was at 14. Get out. With two games to go. You know, uh, for my, everyone's eyes sake, I'm kind of glad you yeah. didn't talk No, no. I wanted, I wanted, I wanted so badly to see him in tights. So bad. So I, 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 I'm, I'm eager to possibly, like I said, if they would have me come on as, you know, yeah. player, coach. I mean, but they brought yeah. Josh Gordon back and he didn't really do anything the entire year. I could have been that productive. Right. Yeah. Right. And well, if you look at, and this is what I proposed to him. And just with, you know, the situation when it was rumored that I, I was wanting to go to the Buccaneers. I could be very advantageous third down in red zone. Totally. Totally. Until yeah. I got myself in shape. Yeah. So fast forward, if you look at, let's go reverse a little bit. Mm. The Chiefs, when they lost, guess where they were? Because nobody couldn't get open. In the red zone. Absolutely, couldn't convert. Mahomes scrambling backwards. Exactly. No one was open. So you got to think about, for me, like I said, I don't need to play every down. I don't need to play 60, 70 snaps. But my IQ of the game, and like I said, knowing where and how to run routes and read defense, I knew that I could be very valuable in third down situations because that, that, that creates mismatches. Mixed matches, mismatches. Yeah. You got Tyreek Hill. You Kelsey, got Kelsey. Hardman. Yeah. It's going to create mismatches. And I'm a guy that thrived in the West Coast offense because even when you're covered up, there's, there's rules based on where you're on the field of how to uncover and where to go. And I was very good at that early on in my career. Most of my touchdowns, they were, it was from improvisation. Ah, after just the route went bad and you just, you right, just figured it out. Right, when plays break yeah. down, like, yeah, yeah, you have plays. I mean, they're not going to go as, as, as you think they are. Would just you like s- relationship. They're not right, no. Go. It <laughs> all it comes back breaks, to love. Yeah, it breaks down at Candles, some point. You got to improvise. <laughs> yeah, you got it. And I'm, communication. Yeah, life is what happens when you're busy making other plans. It never goes the way you think you're going to go. Just like in boxing, they say you have a game plan until you get hit and then Absolutely. you throw it out the window. Yeah. What was the strongest part of your game, you think? Was it the route running? Was it the improvising? Was it that you were just bigger, uh, stronger, more dedicated? My, my physical attributes really helped me as I became knowledgeable about the game. So 
a lot of like with Cooper Cup and some of these other guys, um, when you talk about yak or rack, run after catch or yards after catch, um, that's where I, that's where I thrive. And early on in my career, I started to see the success that I had. Once I started to understand my ability and what I could do, I had I had I had some drops because I wanted the ball so bad because I knew. Once that ball was in my hand, there was something special that was going to happen. Right. You got a little over anxious. Yeah. 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 Well, we are anxious for the big game coming up on Sunday. Let's go ahead. I have two questions. Who do you want to win? Who do you think will win? My want and think are probably the same. Same? Mm -hmm. I mean, honestly, I, I, the Cincinnati Bengals are, they're dangerous. Yes. And I think if the Rams go in in this game and and underestimate them, they're, they're going to find themselves behind. Yeah. And Joe is not, I mean, Joe is not playing like your average second year guy in the no. league. He's a kid. But he's been, he's been, he's played in big games yep. before. So you, you've seen the playoff game. It, it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And obviously the trenches are really what's going to, I think, win this game. If these guys can yeah. keep, keep uh, Burroughs upright. Yeah. And he do, and he does what he's been doing all year, finding yeah. uh, Higgins and, and Jamar and, and mixing and they mix it up and yeah. have a balanced attack. Um, it's going to be a lot of sad people here in Los Angeles. Yeah. <laughs> but he can win getting sacked nine times. That's I, the incredible I, and part. That's my thing. Yeah. If he can win He's getting so sacked nine times, yeah. right, right. just think if you cut that in half. Yeah, yeah, in half, yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. You heard it there. T.O.'s picking the Bengals to win it. Okay, well, now we have a little game we want to play with you before we let you go. Oh, it's I called, love games. Here's the Is catch. this a love game? No, no Mr. Oh, Romance, yeah. no. Oh, yeah. oh it's Valentine's, <laughs> Valentine's Day around the corner. It's getting warm over here. The candles, Listen, the wine. if you're going to get a candle, if you don't get T.O.'s candle, that he has a candle, other candles have no value. They're not T.O.'s no. candles. No. no, they're not. No. My candles... Are made with intent. Yes. You know what I mean? And love. Yes. Exactly. Okay, they so improvise. the game is called Here's the Catch. So we're going to give you a scenario, and it's almost like Would You Rather. So we're going to give you a scenario, and you tell us if it's worth it once we tell you what the catch is, okay? Okay. So the first one is, you could play one more season in the NFL, and you could name your salary and team everything. But here's the catch. You have to be a kicker. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Okay. Would you do it? He'd do it. He'd do it, yeah. Yeah, I think if Chad can do it, yeah. I can do yeah. it. Yeah, there you go. All right. They got an easy job, don't they, kickers? Oh. Yeah, it's he easy. He hates kickers. It, I hate kickers. It's easy. Actually, it was easier till they moved that field yep. goal back. Right. You're right. Right. And you saw those guys have to put their work in now. They're just not, you know, at practice lollygagging around. And yeah. They have to put some work in now. Yeah. If they miss a big one, do, do you guys like, you know, haze them a little bit or trip them or something? Or? No, you just look at them sideways. Uh, <laughs> I, oh, that's, that gives me chills just thinking about that. Hey, Going I, in the locker room after missing a hey, game. They wanted kick. to be a kicker. I, Make I, the field I, goal. When I think about kickers missing field goals, yeah. I don't know what coach I was or what team, what game I was watching. But... Some kicker missed the field goal, and you could read the coach's lips. And he said, "That sorry sob missed it." <laughs> I can't. I don't know who. I, I every time I you, people talk about kickers, that's what I think about. It's a lot cleaner than what people are saying on the other side of the TV. I'll tell you that yeah. in the town they oh, lost. Oh man! Hey, those guys get death threats. Yeah, I know. No, it's it's brutal. Sad, yeah. It's brutal. Yeah. All right, here's another one. Here's a cow. Okay, the Eagles could have beat the New England Patriots in the Super Bowl, but here's the catch. After the trophy ceremony, 
when all your teammates go out celebrating, you had to stay and clean the entire stadium by yourself, seats, aisles, bathrooms, concourse, everything alone. What about it? Would you have done that for to win it? Yeah, with the trophy right by my side. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Every, what? Yeah. I'll be posing. <laughs> I'll be TikToking, <laughs> selfies. I'll be all over the internet. Yeah, as long as you can have your phone with you, you do it. Absolutely. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right, I get it. I'll be posing, all types of stuff. All you right. know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I have more commercials than uh, Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield <laughs> in the stands. <laughs> and it's progressive. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I got you. All right. Uh, go ahead, Olivia. Okay. You are offered the opportunity to be the halftime performer at the Super Bowl. But here's the catch. You have to endure a major wardrobe malfunction on national TV. <laughs> Is it worth it? You might come out in those tights, a little less than those tights. Oh, man. Man, the world might be in for a treat. <laughs> nah, I, I don't know. I mean, if Janet can survive it, I think yeah. I can survive it. I think she thrived after that, really. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Give me a good PR team. All right. Yeah. All right. So, okay, Terrell, you could have. Terrell. Bro- Terrell, sorry. Sorry. I even reminded him yeah. before you got here. I reminded That's him. My name's Giannis. They mess it up to a Giannis, Yannis. Yeah. Is it spelled the same way as Giannis? No, it's spelled different, but it's, you can spell it three ways. But we're both Greek. You can spell it. But you're not the real one, though. No, so I'm yeah. not the real one. No, the real I'm, one's playing tonight. Yeah. Cross the street. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. the least Googled one. You're the definitely one. not the freak. I'm not the freak. No. Well, we didn't say that. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. In a different way. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right, Terrell. Yeah. You could have broken the Bengals' all-time receptions uh, in a season record, but here's the catch. For that entire year, you have to change your name to Ocho Ocho Uno. Ocho Uno? Ocho Uno. Oh, no problem. <laughs> All right. You yeah. like that? Oh, no yeah. problem. <laughs> Who had the better name change? Chad Johnson or the Washington football team? Yeah, that's a good one. Oh, I thought you was going to add uh, Ron Artest in there. Metal World yeah, Peace. Yeah, Metal, Metal World, World Peace. Peace. Uh, I'm going to go with Chad. What do you think of the Commanders? It's commanding a lot of attention. It Unwanted, is. Unwanted, unnecessary attention. I don't hate it. Commanders? Yeah. I like Washington football team. I yeah, like Washington football team. a lot of people did. Yeah. Or like yeah. Washington lobby-owned senators. I like that too. WFT instead yeah. of <laughs> yeah. WTF. WTF. <laughs> All right. Go ahead, Olivia. Okay. Your quarterback could have been Tom Brady. You mentioned you wanted to play with him last yep. year or this year, the Buccaneers. But here's the catch. Your coach would have had to have been Bill Belichick. That's fine. You want to, you would have wanted I've, to play I, for I've never really had a problem with, yeah. with, with the coach. He's no. a little scary. Um, I mean, like the, a smart coach will put the right players and put the ball in their hands in position to yeah. succeed. And that, honestly, that's why I loved Andy Reid so much yeah. uh, coming over from San Francisco. Yeah. Um, nobody really, I think they saw glimpses of what I was to become um, in San Francisco towards the end. But once I got with, with Philly and then Dallas, you know, my, yeah, the trajectory uh, of, of my career, I think it was, uh, it, was, it was off the charts. Absolutely. Okay, I just want to say I did not write this one. Uh-oh. So don't get mad at me. Um, you uh, get offered uh, great Super Bowl tickets for this game on Sunday. But here's the catch. The seat is next to Donovan McNabb. <laughs> I'll watch it uh, at Pie Pies. Oh! I'll watch it at Pie Pies. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't write it. I didn't write that. Oh, it's all good. I knew it. Something in my in my spirit knew it you was done. I knew it was coming. I knew it. It was coming. I would I would rather watch it on a uh what's the I would rather watch it with the homeless. Okay. So you guys are good friends now. It's good to know. I mean, I, <laughs> hey man. All right. Friends is a stretch. 
It's a stretch. A little bit of a stretch. stretch. Okay. <laughs> I got what you're saying. All right. Scratch. Giannis, what was the one with Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes? Oh, that was a good one, too. Yeah, I can't find it. Yeah, it but was. that should be our last one. It was good. Yeah, where is it? Oh, okay. You got it? Okay. Yeah. You get offered a head coaching job in the NFL, but you have to switch bodies with Andy Reid and you, switch voices with Patrick Mahomes. You have to sound like Yoda. Guys, you know I'm black, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's. That's going to be hard. <laughs> yeah, that is going to be tough. Yeah. Yeah. Switch bodies. Yeah. Do you think. But you're coaching. You're not playing. I know. I do not. I do not hear what I said. <laughs> it's hard for black guys, black coaches, to get oh, a head coaching job. I get it now. Oh, I get I get it now. It now. Okay. 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 Well, I just went straight over. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It was a good one too. Yeah. We're stupid. Actually, actually <laughs> yeah. it's a good one. Um, do you think uh, Mahomes could do a uh, voiceover as Yoda if Lucas needs him? George oh yeah, Lucas? for sure. Yeah. For sure. Sounds a little like Yoda, no? Yeah. <laughs> He has a bit of a, a little raspy. Yeah. Would you be able to not laugh in the huddle when he called your number? <laughs> okay, Tio, we're going to go. <laughs> we're going to go wide out, Tio. All I need to do is just catch the ball. Yeah, yeah just catch the ball. Yeah. Just catch the ball. All right. Uh, okay. That's a good yeah, place yeah. to end. That was a ton of fun, Terrell. Thank you, you so much. The, you were so much fun. Hey, we've come yeah, a long absolutely. way Thanks. since 2016, last time yes, we talked. You yeah. have. <laughs> yes, you have. Easy, yeah. easy. Make sure you get those candles for baby number two. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Definitely. You will get baby two. Yeah, <laughs> baby number two. Because I have desire, dedication, and discipline. I mean, the scents are, I mean, they're, they're, whew. They're sultry. That they are. They're sultry. Where can that, people find the candles? We'll leave on that. SultryAura.com. That's S-O-U-L-T-R-Y-A-U-R-A.com. Or you can go to my Instagram and uh, there's a content uh, X Studios, like a link tree. And uh, it has pretty much a list of everything that um, that I have going on. Nice. Thanks, Uh, man. Appreciate it. And you can follow Terrell at Terrell Owens. We're going to go to break. And when we come back, Peter Andrew joins us. And we're going to talk about player props and fun side props for the big game. Coming up. Sunday with a special welcome offer for the big game. Just register for BetMGM, make your first deposit, and place a $10 money line wager on the Cincinnati Bengals. If Joe Burrow throws a touchdown pass, you'll win $200 in free bets, regardless of your bet's outcome. Man, you guys make the craziest promos. Yeah, man. Just use bonus code UNLEASHED200 when you make your first bet. Enjoy the playoffs like never before with the King of Sportsbooks and score an easy win on your very first bet. Download the app or go to betmgm.com and use bonus code UNLEASH200 to win $200 in free bets if Joe Burrow throws a touchdown pass in the game you wager on. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. 
Drop the mic. That is why they pay me the big bucks. <laughs> you nailed it on one take, girl. We actually have with us Ooh. right here. I mean, actually, he's the real headliner guest yeah. of this show. Yeah, T.O. was kind of opening for him. That's the way I he like to He was an opening act, yeah. yes. I'm not going to lie. I feel unfit in this. Get in I feel unlit in, un, unfit in this chair. Get closer to that. <laughs> After that fit. I that, can hardly tell that our guest changed. Closer really. to the mic. Closer to the I mic. I was thinking, I got you. Yeah, yeah. yeah put I your glasses on. I was thinking about on. putting on just like T.O. There we go. Oh, yeah. There Peter we go. Peter Andrew. Nah, he was awesome. That yes. was really fun. We went from 49er great. to 49er fan. <laughs> That's how we do it on the show. We go from the big get to the guy in the stands. Well, this is the guy in the book. This is Peter Andrew. A lot of you guys who listen to us every week know him. He's always in the last segment where we get down to the nitty gritty and we actually talk about the spreads, player props, and that's kind of what we're doing today with the big game. So, Peter, off the top of my head, the things that, you know, when you get to the Super Bowl, a lot of people are not fans of either team, right? Their team is lost. Your team lost. My team lost. Giannis' team never stood a chance. (laughs) And you want to look at the fun side things, right? So, like, Gatorade color of the winning team. Uh, Who wins the coin toss? What will the call for the coin toss be? Outcome of the coin toss. Uh, Decision of the coin toss winner. So, walk us through what BetMGM is offering. Well, we have, I think, 850 markets this year. So, it's it's pretty incredible. Um, Gatorade is number one. Gatorade is always number one. It's it's the one everybody cares about because it's the sexy one for... For the person who's never bet before. What's it been the last couple of years? So, uh, I think 60% of the time over the last 10 years, blue or orange. Oh. Blue or so orange. Something fishy there. Yeah. So, uh, I would probably go with one of the two favorites. I think plus 300, plus 200, respectively, yeah. those, those top two. Yep. Um, something fishy there, like I said. So I think uh, blue for the Rams. Why would they not do blue? I yeah. I, orange kind of confused me. I didn't think that was such a hot Gatorade flavor. But uh, my, The best is lemon-lime. The second you get out of that, Spot you're on. messing around. Yeah. Okay, I like orange and blue because it's both of the team's colors. Yep. Okay, that's a good one. What else? Uh, and then coin toss is obviously the, the gimme one. It's, yeah. it's heads or tails. It's which team is going to receive. Uh, actually, the way I'm going with it is Rams-Pats, what was it, three years ago? Yeah. Uh, Rams won the toss and it was heads, so I'm just going to go with that again. Oh, you're going to stick with that for the just Rams? Stick yeah, with Sean McVay still the coach. Yeah. And then little spoiler, I think I'm going to go with Rams at the end of the game. We'll talk about that later. Okay. All right. All right. All right. How about uh, let's go to the big one? Super Bowl MVP Matthew uh, Stafford plus one thirty-five. That's probably a lot of people's safe bet. Who's the sleeper? Who would you put some money on as a sleeper to have a big game and win this thing? You said it before. OBJ? OBJ, baby. OBJ. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Plus 2,500, I think it is right now. Uh-huh. I yeah. mean, everything, I, uh, everything I'm thinking, everything I'm reading, they are going to lock down Cooper Cup. Yeah. Whether it's Eli Apple, whether it's support with safety, whatever it is, I think OBJ has the back-to-back big games. He had yeah. A, I think he had 120 or so yards against the Niners last did. or almost two weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, sore subject. So here's my question then. If you are a novice better and, you know, obviously the team who wins gets the MVP, do you go ahead and pick a team on a player on each team? I think you do. Yeah. I, that's the way I do it is you, go, you almost want to hedge against your bets. Yeah. So you may take the Bengals plus four and a half, whatever it is, but you want to have a little bit of skin in the game on both sides. Sure. So I'll go for a guy like OBJ, but then I'll go the other side and I'll say, hey, Joe Mixon, great value. I think it's like plus 3,000 or something like yeah. that. Why not? I don't. I know you picked Stafford before. There's just yeah. not a lot of value there. And for one of those bets for the big game, you want to you want to win a couple bucks. You don't want to you, you yeah. don't want to put a hundred to win. Yeah, one thirty-five. You want to put a hundred bucks and win twenty. It just seems so realistic. It is. You're right. It is. <laughs> it's. 
I and think I think dr- with the numbers, remember not my heart, Giannis. Yes. Drastic things yes. have to happen for right. OBJ to win or yes. Makers. Yes. Yeah. What about a defensive player? I mean, that's another good one. Yeah. But but then Aaron you're Donald. Getting, Aaron Donald, but you're banking on something crazy to happen. Yeah. A force fumble touchdown. Yeah, yeah. A Jalen Ramsey pick six to secure it, whatever it is. Especially so, if it's not an electric offensive game, if yeah. something like that happens. But yeah. it will be an electric offensive game. There's no way it can't be. Yeah. Over, 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 over. Okay, that's a good one. Yeah. So who do we think is going to uh, record an INT? A little interception, a little sleeper, Eli Apple. Where do you put your money, Big Petey? That's who I'm going with, Eli Apple. Yeah. Eli so Apple. I am... I'm really bearish on Cooper Cup because I think they're going to do everything they possibly can to not lose because of Cooper Cup. Yeah. If they lose the game, it's going to be because of Akers, Higby, OBJ, Stafford, whatever it is. They can't afford to have Cooper Cup go off for 150 yards, two touchdowns. So I think they're going to have a couple schemes in place. Eli Apple was always my pick. All right, that's where you go. Put your money. Also, plus 300 for no interceptions. But I don't think that's going to happen because Stafford has been turnover prone, as we've seen, when they went through that losing streak. And I don't know. I, I just feel like the, the Rams defense has some studs throughout in all three levels. So I think there's going to be a couple interceptions in this game. And, and what could happen is Rams come out early, up 14 nothing. Burrow's forced to throw the ball. Yeah. So there goes Joe Mixon. Yeah. And they end up throwing the ball 40 times in the game. High propensity to yeah. force that interception. So I agree. Okay, one of my favorite uh, betting stats that I'm using this weekend is that in the last five Super Bowls, no one has scored in the first six minutes. It's notorious to start slow in this game for both teams. So I like first half under, game over. So I like that. The only way I would think otherwise is if Bengals get the ball first and they just, yep, they're all over. I can see that happening, yeah. But, but Rams, for sure, take, yeah. take the under in the quarter. Yeah. I think the over, like you said, ends up hitting because the game will pick up. All right, which... Uh, which uh, when we talk about the rushing prop, who do you think is going to have a big game? So, you know, based off what I said, I think the Rams come out early and I think they attack and it's going to force Burrow to throw the ball more. Cam Akers looks healthy coming off a crazy yeah. injury. Missed some practice. Yeah, but, but he is their guy and he's been their guy. Yeah. It was never Sonny Michelle. It was never Henderson. It was always him. Yeah. Um, so I like him to, to lead probably in the rushing uh, we actually have a bet, top rusher, irrespective of your team, so um, okay. for the game. So, yeah, I think I'd go Akers. Like All that. right. All right. All right. Any when more? we look at the passing yards, I was surprised that Stafford and Burroughs' numbers are so close. Yeah. Stafford's 279.5, Burroughs' 276.5. My immediate impulse is that I like Stafford over more because of the poorest Bengals secondary. What do you think? Yeah, and then you also think about... The yards after the catch from Cup, OBJ, yeah. Higby, even if he's healthy. Yeah. I mean, those guys just can break a 20-yard pass for 80 yards. So, um, yeah, I, I actually think both overs. Yeah. That's kind of where I'm leaning. I always thought Burrow's number was low. I thought yeah. he's a guaranteed 320-yard guy for this game. Right. So, I think I'd take both overs there. What about just overall the spread? We've seen it teeter a bit. I saw three and a half. I've seen four and a half. Uh, we're recording this Tuesday night. This airs Thursday, but where we are Tuesday night, what do you think of the spread? Yeah, it's one of those fishy numbers, right? It's the four and a half. It's a weird number. Everything last week, and probably because the Niners lost, was telling me go Bengals. But the more and more I think about it, the more I think about how complete the Rams are, I think I'm leaning Rams. And I, I could see them winning by 10 points. 
Yeah. They're they're at home. I don't know how much that's going to matter in a game yeah. like the Super Bowl where everybody's from everywhere. Yeah. But they are a complete team. And if Aaron Donald gets loose, if Jalen Ramsey gets going, if Von Miller gets to the quarterback, yeah. I mean, that's going to force a lot of problems for the, for the Bengals. You think experience matters a little more here? I think they want it. Yeah. I think Aaron Donald especially. Some, you know, a guy who's undersized, mm-hmm. never, you know, Never was given the chance to be a mm-hmm. top-tier player going into, into pro ball. I think he wants it. So they'll do whatever they can. And oh, Von yeah. Miller's been there. They understand it. Um, and, and Stafford, of course. I mean, you said it before. It's such a good story. It is. It is. As much as I hate the Rams, you can't, <laughs> you can't not like Matt Stafford. So Agreed. Classy guy. Yeah. Agreed. It feels like, it almost feels like to me uh, when the Yankees, to switch sports a little bit, but the to make the analogy work, Jeter's rookie year. I know Stafford's in his second. Surrounded by a couple veterans, but also a good young core. Yeah. Playing well. Momentum into the postseason. This, this feels like it could be the beginning of a dynasty. Yeah. As T.O. was saying, they don't, they're not playing like a team with a second-year quarterback. They have nothing to lose. They got nothing to lose, and they just they look good. And like he said, I mean, you know, if he gets sacked nine times and he still throws yeah. the way he does, I mean, that's worst-case scenario. Fearless. Yeah. It's, it, it honestly is incredible. Yeah. I mean, yeah. seeing that game and nine sacks and what he was able to do, uh, able to do against the Chiefs. I mean, yeah. it's nothing short of amazing. It is. Him and Chase for what, the next seven years maybe? Yeah. That's a bad duo. Whereas yeah. the Rams sold out to get this roster. Yeah. I mean, this They're screwed. It, it's got to be this. They're screwed yeah. after this. They, yeah. They've given away picks after yeah. picks for, for Ramsey, for a lot of other yeah. I mean, Von Miller. So they got to win now or they else do. the window's closed. They wow. Do. Yeah. Okay, I love it. Love you, Peter Andrew. Yes, we do love you. Love you. Finally. I know. Look Finally in the, the flash. The three musketeers? Yes. Is that our name? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Why not? Yeah, the I three think, stooges? I don't think it's taken. Three stooges, another one not taken. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Off, about, the, off the top of my noggin. You really? That, those are three original names. Never been used. Punishment Picks. As many of you know who listen to the show every week, we do Punishment Picks, and Pete picks three random games. And Giannis and I make a money line pick. And you would think, with my background in the sport, that I would kick Giannis's ass. That has not happened. Uh, Giannis, who doesn't know what day we tape, doesn't know his ass from his elbow, he somehow picks the winners every week. And I was we doing the Ray Charles because I go in blind. Oh, God. Aaron Jones. Aaron, Aaron Jones. Jones. He thinks Aaron Jones is the quarterback of the Packers. Put your money on Aaron Jones. And then he still wins. So we said, you know, something I love to do is sing. And what Giannis does for a living is stand-up comedy. So we said whoever loses by the Super Bowl has to do the other's craft. And yes. I've lost, so I have to do a little stand-up. But since I'm pregnant and sweaty, I'm going to do it sitting down. Okay, okay well... <laughs> I'll just do something to make you feel better. Just a few words. Did you ever know that you're my hero? You know, you didn't have to do that. Someone just died. <laughs> you I didn't apologize. have to do that. The poor people pre-gaming the Laker game downstairs. You, I know, he's, you know he's been thinking about this all day. Dude. I, yeah, I stink at singing. Well, you know, I a lot of you guys know I used to have a real job with ESPN, but now I get paid twice as much to give people silly advice on what I think they should do in sports gambling. I'm so glad that Google could teach me what a spread was even, especially after I got away from Google images. Those were really nasty. Nice. Got very graphic. But now I know that the spread, I know what that is, the over, under, hedging, fading. I know all that. Peter's helped. (laughs) And I've learned that gambling isn't easy. I lost a bunch of money this year. I really did. Uh, Sometimes I just feel like giving up, just ripping off my shirt and running off a football field. But that already felt redundant this year. 
You know, I'm also a big Packer fan. <laughs> AB all, reference. Yeah. See, maybe I'm a little too cerebral for no. you. Yeah. You just got to pause for laughter. I mean, look at okay. you crushing out here. Everyone okay. is. Everyone is smiling. Okay. Here's joke number two. <laughs> I th- yeah. That was the first joke. Yeah. Okay. Oh boy. I'm a big Packer fan. You know, we're all really hoping that Aaron Rodgers comes back this season. If he leaves, Green Bay is just kind of a tough sell for yeah. a free agent quarterback. We literally call it the frozen tundra. There are a bunch of chain restaurants and the average BMI is 10,000. But that's why I'm a Green Bay fan. See, when I walk around Green Bay, I'm pretty much Giselle Boonjian. Here in L.A., I'm every other girl. Oh, wow. Green Bay got ugly girls. You know, it's very great to be back in L.A. I'm so thrilled to be here. Yeah. My husband actually used to play in that arena right there. Yeah. And we're Midwesterners, big sports fans. And I'm really glad we got to experience how strong and loyal and good L.A. fans can be. Yeah. For the Lakers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the joke is because my husband was a clipper. Damn, that was supposed to come at the beginning. Oh, uh, don't uh, worry about it, OH2. It's your okay. first time. Okay. You're crushing out here. Okay. Bye. Yes, a lot of you notice I am pregnant. And I can confirm one thing. It is not Nick Cannon's baby, which out here is rare. <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good one. Nick and Cannon, you're addicted to babies. I'm just really sick of everyone coming up to me. You know, everyone's got an opinion on the name. There's people who come up and say, this one would pay homage to our history. This one wouldn't offend everyone. I feel like the Washington football team. Yeah! <laughs> Fucking killer joke number two. No, that was joke number four, number damn it. Four. But it was only the second good one. Okay, much like Urban Meyer in Jacksonville, we're not sure why I'm here, and I'm out. Yeah, OHD, give it up, everybody, for OHD. We got two more shows Saturday, one Sunday. We have no tickets sold, so please just go out there and put some flyers out there uh, because nobody's coming to see that comic. No, no. I'm joking. You were great. That was your first time. Look at what's happening in the audience. Soft smiles, yeah. Well, they're all wearing masks, so I don't know. Maybe I did crush it. We don't know. You crushed, girl. It was well written. It was very funny. Your presence is very good. I would say you have to slow down a little bit for laughter. You stepped on a couple of your laughs. Slow down. But I will say you have a future. If you want to open for me, I'm not going to offer. Okay, okay. Okay. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Thanks so much to everyone who joined us on Twitter. This was our first time streaming live, and it is so much fun. Uh, I can't wait to see the engagement once we get behind this table. The bar is calling our name. I can't wait to go get a mocktail with my friend Giannis and go to Lakers Bucks after this. So check out all of our social media feed at BetMGM, at Giannis Pappas, at Olivia Harlan Decker, especially if you want to hit that follow. Yeah. If you and had, and we're going to tell you what we're doing. If you want to follow Olivia's tour dates, just go to her website. <laughs> She'll be at the Funny Bone in Hasbrook Heights and Caroline's in New York. And finally, BetMGM, you got us some tickets. I'm going to see the real Giannis. <laughs> Thanks, guys. See you next week. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.